When you defeat this statue, does it go, Well, I'm gonna talk about eco-terrorism. Got too excited about jorts. I'm leaving now with my Roomba or your blood on my hands. I'm back, back on my bullshit. What is meme if not airhorn persevering? No, this is this is not a family show. And I quote, many American titties. Why'd you have to bring Dane Cook to this, Andrew? No one wanted that. Oh, you guys are not ready for what I've got today. And I've apparently hit the very end of my attention span. Give me like 30 seconds. I'm looking for rhymes. Hello and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right but someone is definitely wrong. In this show, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, video games, and this one's for me. The more that I play through it, the more I feel like Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin is just Final Fantasy's take on Sonic Unleashed. Okay, I'm going to jump in before anybody else says anything. (laughs) Wait, so I am intimately familiar with Sonic Unleashed. Yeah. But I know nothing about... Strangers I have the receipts. So I, I have need the receipts. You, I need you to walk me through this from just the Sonic angle, please. Got it. I need a, a point of reference here. I'm out in space. And I need it done in 90 seconds or less. Thank you, Todd. So Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin is the newest Final Fantasy game directed by Kingdom Hearts daddy Tetsuya Nomura. It is weird and very meme-y. The, uh, when the trailer came out, it was, like, it was like a minute and a half of this dude that looks like Eminem yelling about chaos and everyone Twitter like exploded about Stranger of Paradise. And then v- more videos surfaced where there was one where like some demon was giving a bunch of backstory and the guy, the main character just halfway through is just like, bullshit and then turns around and puts on two earbuds and listens to Linkin Park and walks away. Oh, that happens oh in the game. God. That is not what? an exaggeration. No. Wait, like actually they paid for the license for uh, Linkin Park. No, it's it's like a new metal thing that sounds Okay, okay. Yeah, right. yeah, it's yeah, generic yeah. new metal. Yeah, Got thank it. you. It's yeah. generic. Yeah. It's just new metal. So this game is a meme. One, it is very meme It is probably the most Final Fantasy has gotten into the meme, the meme But when you play it, the whole point of it is like you're traveling around the world trying to like reunite these like disparate worlds that are very like dreamy, weemy, like they don't exist in a place. Kind of like how Sonic Unleashed is like five different games in one, you know? <laughs> okay. Like there's like this, the snow world that's based on some other game. So it's the franchise is broken and they're repairing it with, v- right. with, with yes. memes. Okay. The whole point is every dungeon is it is taken from a different core mainline series oh. like inspired from a mainline series and they're basically retelling the original Final Fantasy but like backwards and nobody remembers anything and the main character basically makes fun of the story the whole time and 90 seconds I mean I'm in Giovanni how did I do <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, yeah. I, 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 the only thing I would add in in my less than ninety seconds is like the whole thing is kind of a postmodern breakdown of what like what the hell does Final Fantasy as a brand mean anymore? And it's like making fun of Final Fantasy. It's making fun mm-hmm. of like what is a Final Fantasy game even? Like what the like this series is so undefinable at this point. And like what does a modern Final Fantasy game look like? Like should it be a Souls game? I don't know. Should it have a bunch of loot? It's just a lot of like design jokes. I think like that. It's and it is kind of to me a game about Tetsuya Nomura like reclaiming Final Fantasy and being like we're gonna go back to the first game and reimagine what this series (laughs) is in like this new image and like you can kind of read the entire game as being about like this creator trying to take it back from Square Enix like a company that just is like so flailing to get things done um that series is in its postmodern phase folks and i'm into that i'm i love it i unironically love it (laughs) it's it's legitimately very good in the the it's very memey but like once you get to the end of the story it's very apparent that like it's not just a meme like it actually has a lot of purpose Mm -hmm. is like genuinely very smart what it's doing and very high concept i i like it a lot 
Yeah, it's also developed by Team Ninjas, and it's a hell of a time to play. Anyway, we'll talk about that later <laughs> in the post-show. <laughs> Gentlemen, the weather is getting warmer, love is in the air, and allergies are in our faces. That means it's springtime, and more importantly, as a mid-30s homeowner based in the Midwest, it's grilling season, baby! <laughs> <Whew>. <laughs> How many meats have you grilled already? Uh, well, it's 30 degrees, so none so far. Oh, but, okay. uh, it snowed this snow week. here today. <laughs> it did, right. It did. I wrote these notes last week. Uh, so... <laughs> Gentlemen, consider this your formal invitation to the social event of the year, which is, of course, my annual first week of April backyard cookout. Now, this year, I really want to expand outside of my own social circle. So I'm going to ask each of you to do a, a new thing. I'm going to ask you, it, each of you to bring a guest that also happens to be a boss from 2022's smash hit video game, Elden Ring. <laughs> Do you guys ever think maybe we've let the concept of this show slip too far out of our hands? Do you guys ever think that? Are we in our postmodern phase? You know, that's a, that's a good question. Yeah, maybe this is the Final Fantasy origin of debate this. Yeah, it's really just not impossible. With itself. Maybe we are a postmodern take on what it is to be white men with a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was going to say the opposite, Matt, that as Andrew described it, I was like, well, that's the least complex setup we've had in a long time, actually. It doesn't make any more sense. But yeah, we're having a, having a barbecue, bring a dark, or bring, well, not a Dark Souls boss, but an Elden Ring yeah. boss. Yeah, why not? Close enough. Well, so everybody, please, let's raise a natter day and welcome to the front, Matt, the deathbed companion, Cole. <laughs> Kyle, the all-knowing Harper. How I feel after I spout off a Snapple fact from 10 years ago. And my personal favorite, Todd, the loathsome dung eater, Thomas. Mm. One more of those That's nicknames from college them. that never got away. Yep. Now, none of you three know these references, and I know that because I know that none of you three idiots have actually played Elden Ring and likely don't plan on playing it. So I, don't I decided- I don't have to play it all. Me neither. Okay. You, fair. You can play the PC port, I think, or that's, but it's really bad. So I decided to bring in a ringer. Please, everybody, welcome our special guest, gaming section lead over at DigitalTrends.com and co-host of Left Trigger, Right Trigger, Giovanni, chieftain of the Badlands, Cole Antonio. Ooh. Applause sound Ooh, effect. Applause good. sound effect. I also love that... The Obviously, you brought a ringer because he knows all of the Elden Ring things. Also, that's a good pun. I love the pun. thought that you brought a ringer to this barbecue. Like that's <laughs> you called that's us like, three over, and you're like, you won't do good thing enough. I've ever heard. I need this barbecue to go well. I'm bringing in, I'm a calling ringer. in a ringer. That's usually my role when I'm invited to barbecues. It's just kind of like, hey, I need someone with like very specific knowledge on, um, you know, like this topic. I want to be at the, you know, like I really want people to talk about the Oscars, but like I don't think anybody watched it. I need somebody to like really come in and be like, oh, did you know that Wings was the first movie to win an Oscar? And it's like nobody wants to know that, but I need somebody who can do it. That's it's a like, fun great. factoid. It's I, I think it's right. <laughs> it Man, I believe right. you said it very confidently. Yeah. I, I kind of did that you. in hopes that no one would question Kyle us. could read that off a Snapple cap. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Where can people find you? What are you up to these days? Yeah, hey, everybody. I mean, it was there. Uh, I run I run the gaming section over at digitaltrends.com, um, which is great. We've been really building that out uh, over the last year, especially, which has been super fun. Um, I was freelancing there for a long time, and now I get to kind of run the show and have a great team of freelancers and writers. Um, so if you, if you like reading about video games, 
you should check out the stuff we're doing there because it's it's like really it's really good. It's, it's really good. It's, it's, it's really, really good stuff. Thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. Um, I was fishing. Um, <laughs> yeah, and of course, left trigger, right trigger. Uh, if if you want to hear me talk about video games more in a podcast setting, um, that's a roll of the dice. You're either going to get an episode that's very insightful or <laughs> or a, a true uh, odyssey. So uh, if you like if you like both of those things and just want a podcast that's a a crit fail or a 20 you know whenever you <laughs> no tune in, in between <laughs> no in between that's kind of the whole show uh, by all means check it out but otherwise yeah i mean you know it's been a busy season for gaming um it's been like an unusually busy beginning of the year um february was a nightmare and, and march was like yeah even more of a nightmare there, yeah. there's been a lot of games it's been a good couple of months for games as a consumer it's been great but i can imagine yeah. somebody in the industry had not been a not been a great time it's not fun to review the video game elden ring in one week uh i'll just, yeah. I'll just put that out there Ooh. it's not it's not yeah. fun to play 60 hours of any video game in one week but yeah uh, i mean it's been it's been a really fun time i mean i i love you know working in games i like talking about them so when i got the invite to talk about something that actually just just matters for once uh you know none of this like, <laughs> none of this like oh let's like get into the systems of games no, can, no shut up give me let's talk about some big boys barbecuing that's something everybody wants to hear about that's yeah. actually what andrew's invite said last year <laughs> so, so weird right well yeah. before we get silly i do want to say in all seriousness like if so giovanni's elden ring review is very very good and y'all should should go read it um specifically like there's a lot of obviously like that game was heavily reviewed there's it's still in the press but i thought it was really cool like you came at it as somebody who like notoriously doesn't like dark souls yeah as someone who is like a big dark souls fanboy i think that is a really important discussion to have and i agree like i think this is a something this is something that a lot of people can enjoy for the reasons that they don't enjoy dark souls yeah i i that was the approach i wanted to take with it because again like i've hated this series this is the, the peek behind the curtain i hate it just yep. like i have hated it i played like three hours of bloodborne and was like everyone is joking like everyone is just playing a prank on me it's an elaborate lie I yeah played it four times prank. four times <laughs> the thing but the thing the thing that i always do with video games um is when i'm playing them i do this rule to tell if i like i'm gonna keep playing a game because i have like limited time i have to review a bunch of stuff where if i stop when i'm playing a video game and the thought comes through my head where i go I'm gonna die one day, and then I go like, and then I go like, I don't want to do, I don't want to spend my my small amount of time left on the earth, like playing, this, like bashing my head against this. Then like that's my mark of like I'm gonna stop playing this game, and it's usually the mark of like I don't think this game is good. Um, and with Bloodborne, it was like three hours. I was like, why? I'm like I. I hit with every moment that I'm doing this is taking when away my from life like, flashes before my yeah. eyes. Do I want to see Bloodborne there? Yeah, yeah. At, at the pearly gates, do I want to see me dying to the same boss twenty <laughs> times in a row? You know, and have God be like, "Wow, this was a good use of your time." But but Elden Ring is great. I, I it was the first one that I really like dug into. I think it is a great game for people who like want to get into the Souls games but don't like the idea of them but yeah that, that review was was interesting because i kind of tried to take it from the perspective of like if you love these games this is how the perception of it's going to be and if you hate these games like here are the things that are still a problem with it that like you're yeah. not going to like but like here's why it still works and why you'll like it more than you usually like games so um yeah elden ring yeah, great game it. It's got a lot of problems, y'all. <laughs> yeah, it's not perfect. Please, oh. please fix the camera from soft. The That's all I the came on here The camera's bad, and it for. gets progressively worse the bigger and bigger the, the baddies get. I like the idea that at this point it's a decision that FromSoft has made. That <laughs> I, we're going yeah. to keep a bad camera in the game. Yeah. 
It's, it's they're like nobody nobody complains about it. It's fine. Please, please. Yeah. Well, let's let's get into it, boys. So uh, let's start this off. Um, I want each of you to introduce the Elden. Ring. Oh, right, because we're doing a barbecue. We're going to introduce the Elden Ring boss that you each are bringing along to my bar- my backyard barbecue. Go ahead, tell me a little bit about them, and then why you've decided to pick them among the game's pantheon of actual demigods. Now, for listeners, the title of boss here is a little nebulous. If you haven't played this or other Souls games, really, this is any big hulking character with a title card. <laughs> so if they got a title card, they're in. So that's like no merchants, no non-player characters, no side characters, just bosses. Matt, let's start with you. Who you, who you got there? Well, boy, howdy, Andrew. Let me tell you, I don't know much about Elden Ring, but I do know much about barbecue, and I do love... <laughs> A backyard BBQ, and I have the uncomfortable Chaco's foot tan to prove it. Now, I love a backyard barbecue because it gives me the opportunity to, one, drink in the shade, two, overeat, three, assert my physical dominance over mutual acquaintances via humiliation through my skills in assorted lawn sports. Now, Andrew, I wanted to bring a guest along with me who shared these same core values. So... Please allow me to introduce my new best friend and yours, Crystallian Ringblade. It's Crystallian <laughs> Ringblade, everybody. Say hello to Crystallian Ringblade. Oh, of course. Notoriously bad boss Crystallian Ringblade. Of the Vermont Ringblades? <laughs> the very same. Crystallian Ringblade is effectively your coworker's younger, prettier, charismatic cousin from South Carolina who has taken a few too many passes at your wife. Boy, oh, no. Andrew, if you want to expand your social circle, there is literally no better option than my bro Crystallian Ringblade. What with his dashing looks, irresistible dance moves, and devastating accuracy, he is sure to insert crystal pun here. <laughs> wow. What a pitch. Can I can I just say it, one thing that's impressive about this? Um, mm-hmm. I've played like over 60 hours, probably like 65 hours of this game. I have no no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I've nice. never, never nice. heard of this character in my damn life. These ones are bad. They're they're a recurring <laughs> boss. They only appear in the like dungeon in the little side dungeons. Oh, and sure, sure. their whole thing is like they're just big poise monsters. And there's three of them. Well, there's three different types, and there's one fight where you have to fight all three at one time. And the one you have the the chakrams one, the one that like yeah. throws things at you. The, yeah. the, the ring blade, yes. Okay. <laughs> cool, man. <Matt>. Fine. <laughs> They're really dumb and bad. And the one that has a spear just keeps like jumping at you and like it does one attack the whole time. I hate them. <laughs> cool. Great. Thanks, Matt. Uh, Kyle, what are you bringing? Andrew, we all can agree that like what a backyard barbecue really is, is just a college party for people in their late 20s and early 30s. So what better group to bring to, and I brought a group. I'm sorry, I invited more than one person to your barbecue because more the merrier, right? Uh, We'll see. We all have those friends that, like, on their own, they're fine at a party, they hang out, they socialize, but when you get them together, they become the life of the party. They're starting (laughs) games, they're, they're like, trying new creative meats on the grill, they're, they're just... You get them together, they, they are the greater than the sum of their parts, and elevate the party to the next level. Well, that is the Valiant Gargoyle Duo. 
you know, one on one, they're a tough, they're a boss. They, they you know, you got to fight, figure out their patterns. Mm-hmm. But when that second one comes in, who boy does it become a party? <laughs> it's like one had the the Bluetooth speaker and the other had, or one had the speaker and one had the aux cord, and together the party is started. So that's that's who I brought today, Andrew, the Valiant Gargoyle duo. Um, I think they're old roommates from from college together, <laughs> and that's why, like, when you get them together. They just have that chemistry. Love that. This one's interesting because I played 65 hours of this game and I don't know who the hell shoots. <laughs> I will tell you, uh, one of our Patreons, Thunder Chicken, I watched him stream at least 10 hours fighting this boss. Oh, wow. 10 hours oh is aggressive. God. It was probably more like three, but he fought the, yeah. these guys for a long time and it did not go well. These guys are uh, under one of the underground cities. Mm-hmm. They're in the Seofria mm. Aqueduct. Yeah, they're yeah, they're it. who you fight to get to the Lake of Rot. Uh, okay. Well, and it, and it sucks because you fight the first one, and we were talking about this off recording. Yeah. You start fighting the first one, and you get that one for like ninety seconds, and you're like, hell yeah, I'm gonna kick your ass. Then the other one in its health and bar just shows yeah. up <laughs> and makes it a party. Yeah, that's it's what I a said. Real fuck you, <laughs> truly evil. Todd, who are you bringing? I, I see. Um, what's what's that over there? That's oh, a oh, hey, rather hey, big it's, fellow. Oh, it's it's so good to see you all, Andrew, Matt, Kyle, Giovanni, all your respective nightmare bosses. <laughs> this is my three-story tall buddy, General Radon, um, or as 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 you may know him, Star Scourge Radon, aka. Big R Dog Donnie, as we call him. Uh, yeah, yeah, R Dog. Um, you can you can just put the coleslaw down by the hot dog buns. Yeah, just just like just over over there. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, hey, so so this is a man who grew so powerful <laughs> that he sought to conquer the stars. Um, and also he's gone mad with Scarlet Rot. Uh, you know, he's just had like a couple, like a really rough couple years. So I thought yeah. that like he's just I, I growling. Could... Why is he yeah, just well, growling? He's, it, well, he saw the hot dogs. Um, oh, he's he's slapping plates out of people's hands. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Hey, I just thought I could bring him because this guy's crazy. Yeah. So anyway, also, you got to check this out. Dude knows gravity magic, which is <laughs> frankly incredible. <laughs> Also, you're not going to guess this next sentence, but he's very into animal rights. Um, that nearly <laughs> decrepit horse over there drinking out of the Natterdays cooler, that is his lifelong pet, Leonard. Old our dog actually learned gravity magic specifically so he could still ride Leonard without crushing him because he's three stories tall. Just a quick <laughs> oh. question. Um, when was the last time any of you volunteered time at like, an animal shelter? Because like this dude just straight up <laughs> learned... Never a school of magic to contribute to to animal welfare so i think well, one one yeah, specific one, animal time yeah it's one, one single animal <laughs> okay welfare. well it yeah and one animal i is spent the one a lot that of money at the vet last year for my for my pet does that make me an animal rights activist <laughs> <laughs> this man also does murder human beings i just want to make that clear hey, bah, 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 hey shush, shush, let's chill we are having okay, okay, a okay. good time here let's not say the murder word around we're done <laughs> he is just a little sensitive to these things he like might get bloodthirsty yeah I, okay we've all had a couple bad years haven't we and like we're just here That's to fair. blow off some steam so this is this is radon or donnie big r dog 
I Our will money. not let you get away with bringing an Eldridge boss here today who has the same name as all of my high school friends' uncles from the South Side. I know too many Donnies in my life to believe it. That's the type of person this boss is. <laughs> who is that joke for? You! In, in the notes, it is spelled apostrophe D-A-H-N-I-E. Yeah. So it's Donnie. It's very good. Mm. General Radani Iris. All right, Giovanni. <laughs> yeah. Donnie Iris. That was, that that was my nickname for the end. Damn it. <laughs> Love that pick because I do know who he is after playing the game for yeah, right? five hours. But I actually didn't fight him. Uh, <laughs> I could not figure it out when I played it. Uh, just uh. couldn't figure it out. But I have a bone to pick with it. We'll get to it. Um, so here's here's what I did for this one. Um, I tried to identify, rather than starting with a boss, I wanted to start with like what makes a really good guest at a barbecue. Like What are the qualities that you want in a person at a barbecue? And I think, and this might be reductive, but I've kind of put it down to three specific criteria. And I was trying to figure out who matched all three. The first one I think is easy, which is just like, you know, the person who knows party tricks, right? You always just kind of want that party trick person who's like, oh, you know, like they can break the ice and get things going, um, and, you know, because they have like some specific skill. That one I will say, though, I think every Elden Ring boss will check this boss because I think they can all do really cool, weird stuff. Um, <laughs> so like, so every, everyone here wins that category, you know, they're, like unless you're like, I don't know, the fire troll or something like whatever. <laughs> Soldier of Godric. Yeah, whatever. Patches. <laughs> oh, I hate Soldier of Godric. The oh, worst, God. Right? He was at the last barbecue. It fucking sucks. <laughs> and I just want to say real quick, Patches is the worst person that you could bring to a barbecue, and I think we can yeah. all agree on that. Because Agreed. we all know Patches, all all of us on this we show. We all unanimously know that reference, <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, anyways, so that, that one. Number two, though, really good to have someone who knows how to work a grill, right? You just, like, want somebody there who, like, when you are doing the grill, you want somebody who can come in every once in a while and be like, hey, do you want to take a break? Like, I can, I can, like, you can go to the bathroom and I'll just, like, watch the burgers. Or just someone to, like, stand with you at the grill so, like, they can be social with you and you can be like and occasionally compliment how well you're grilling yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah or, or be like or you know have you be like oh do, do you think this needs a few more minutes and have be like nah it looks pretty good I think you'll be good like that's, that's a really valuable <laughs> skill and the third thing the most important person to bring to a barbecue is the person who has a pet Specifically, the person who has a dog, because anytime a dog shows up at a barbecue, immediate life of the party, right? It's like mm -hmm. everyone is just going to go like, oh, it's such a good icebreaker, right? It's like the dog runs up to you. It's like, oh, what's your dog's name? And you, you get to like play ball with the dog. So I was trying to figure out something that checked all those bosses. And luckily, there is one specific boss in Elden Ring who not only knows their way around fire, but also is a dog not just has a dog but but is a dog and that my friends is the Erdtree burial watchdog this is a boss that is uh, early in elden ring it's essentially a giant statue of a dog that hops around and shoots fire at you and frankly it checks all the boxes it can do tricks i mean it can hop around it can it can shoot fire those are party tricks my friends it can light a grill that's important it's no way around fire. <laughs> and two, you can play fetch with it. This sucker's gonna come to the party and it's gonna do dog stuff. And you're gonna be like, wow, this is such a delight. Someone brought their dog oh, to dog stuff. Dog to the, yeah, all the dog stuff. <laughs> this dog's gonna have a, a ton of fun. It's gonna be fun at the party. We love this. We're gonna pet this dog. But never mind the fact that he's a, a large stone statue of a dog and I'm not sure if he is. <laughs> and he's a not. nightmare. It's yeah. bipedal, Giovanni. You, you left all of that out. 
I, but but that's good because it bridges the gap between human and dog in the right way, right? <laughs> Is because that what like... we want at our barbecue? The bridge gap between human and I'm not dog. looking for the missing link at this barbecue, Geo. You want, you want somebody who can do both. You want somebody who can sit and talk to you like a human on two legs, but you also want someone who's going to fetch the ball. And that's what the Erd Tree Burial Watchdog is going to provide to this barbecue. You can laugh, but it's the perfect specimen. <laughs> Bridge the gap between human and dog broke me. The constant 90 degrees in which its elbow holds that sword is uh, troubling. Yes. <laughs> What is a great party trick? It could do so much. What? Why is everyone acting like this is weird? It's this guy's cool as hell. Put this, put this in here just in case anyone wants to watch that nightmare later. Oh, like all your bosses aren't nightmares. It's a different nightmare. He's got a point. Weird that this is the second time I'm referencing this 2006 movie in this oh, podcast. But if the bridge between man and human and dog is the perfect specimen. By definition, so is Tim Allen in 2006 movie The Shaggy Dog. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's Absolutely nope. not. We're not doing this. No, I think that's actually that's actually probably right. Oh in my some god! Ways. <laughs> wow. Except All I right. don't want Tim Allen at my barbecue. Me I, neither. No. That's a good idea. When you defeat this statue, does it go? Uh? <laughs> yeah, <absolutely. laughs> it does. Actually. That's exactly. Yeah. All right, we're moving on. Gentlemen, The Lands Between, which is the world of Elden Ring, The Lands Between is a vast, sprawling landscape, rich with diverse cultures and various types of races and religions, and also the which missing might, link. And might be Ohio. Which also <laughs> might be Ohio. So you have to imagine there must be some more options for fair weather activities out there. And you guys know I've been using the same sun-bleached cornhole sets for years now, and frankly, I'm just sick of the same old barbecue activities. So let's go around again. Tell me a fun outdoor game that your chosen guests can bring to the party to help spice things up a bit. Uh, we'll, back, we'll start back at the top with you, Matt. Well, Andrew, if you couldn't tell from his college lacrosse penny or his boat shoes, maybe you've noticed the Frisbees this guy carries literally everywhere <laughs> with him. Andrew, Crystalline Ringblade absolutely crushes at disc sports. Now, lucky for you, Andrew. This is a little bit of a self-insert, isn't it? Uh, a little bit. My boy CRB never leaves his home without wedging a can jam set in the back of his Ford Fiesta. If you're unfamiliar with the jam of cans, let me assure you it is truly the most accessible of the disc sports, and you can totally play it while you're drinking. It's basically Frisbee Cornhole. Stand beside Bucket and Opponent, Across from partner bucket and opponent, throw frisbee into bucket as your partner tries to slam dunk your frisbee into the bucket. Now, every once in a while, a frisbee may fly a little awry, but have no fear for an elder being made entirely of crystal. Mm -hmm. CRB is exceptionally agile, like weirdly agile. And if you're familiar with his brothers, the other two crystal, crystal, crystallians. <laughs> Chris, the crystals in the Maybachs. Anyway, yeah. if you're familiar with the other two crystallians, not very agile. However, CRB, exceptionally agile. I mean, you should see this guy do a spinning leap across the entire Altus <laughs> tunnel. It's really impressive stuff. Do you know what those words uh, mean? Uh, nope. <laughs> I hate this because crystallian is definitely the given birth name 
of some white kid who's the captain of his frisbee like ultimate <laughs> yeah. team. Oh yeah. yeah who definitely sucks. goes by CRB. Yeah. I need to point out how how long I've been removed from the Midwest cuz Matt just put can jam in in the show notes mm-hmm. and I thought he meant that Crystallian ring blade was going to break out a guitar at the barbecue. <laughs> That's what I thought. I know he can jam. Yes. He can, he can jam. That's 100% how I read it. Yes. Okay, good. Crystallian ring blade oh, can jam. It's, oh, it's a statement of fact, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought he was going. Oh, that's too. awesome. Oh, oh Elden Ring in the jams, Kyle. Matt, Matt, I, I love this. And, and you know, I'm, I I love Can Jam. I'm a big fan. Um, it's not that far off from, from uh, Cornhole, but it feels like an easy transition. I noticed that the Frisbees, though, are rather um, sharp and... Um, Crystallian, crystal, crystal, crystalline. Um, how do you how do you answer that? Like, I feel like whacking a crystalline f- discus might be a little little bit of a challenge. Well, so I don't think that we're using the chakram ring blades to play can jam. Okay, well, I think that crystallian ring blade context is... clues would have assumed that we were but that's fine <laughs> yeah. well, no i said he had a can jam set in his ford fiesta can jam sets include a branded frisbee andrew <laughs> come on all right that's on me <laughs> i i think that crystallian ring blades expansive experience with chakrams would translate and make him really good at can jam, <laughs> even if not the Crystallian chakrams okay. he be throwing. Thoughts? Seems like a cop out, but <laughs> I already expressed my thoughts. I thought these guys were gonna be playing Wonderwall, and <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm kind of stuck on that too. Like, can he jam? Can you answer that part? I I do want to know if you think that he can jam. Hmm. I don't know any reason why he couldn't jam tambourine maybe yeah that's like that's like a ring shape we have no data points that suggest otherwise i bet he played cymbals in the high school marching band all right no only plays round things yeah banjo he could play banjo banjo's a disc kind of all right what are uh what are kyle what are the brothers gargoyle bringing to the the, okay the 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 brothers gargoyle do excel at most backyard sports games whatever we call these um because they're meant to be played in pairs so they are great at Fair. at cornhole at whatever you call the game that is two throwing two balls tied to string at a ladder yeah whatever you call that they are good at they are good at can jam but where they really excel andrew is like a more competitive like more athletic type game like uh badminton they one of them always has a badminton set in their in their trunk um and they're just crush at doubles backyard badminton and honestly andrew they're really good if you've got a sandy pit with a volleyball net in it beach volleyball is their jam so that's that's one of the two if if we're in a if we're in a grassy backyard it's badminton but if we're at a park that's got a volleyball like sand pit in it beach volleyball all night Mm -hmm. they will just run the the court until they eventually like throw a game so someone else can come in Mm -hmm. so they can um, help out on the grill and make some sliders here's my question with this i I love this i think i think it's excellent reasoning um the only thing that i worry about in this scenario is like are they those guys who just show up and like 
just win at every game because they play they don't have like they just play all the time and they you know it's like they don't give anyone a chance like they that, can that guy win. can be a pain it can, can be a bit of a bummer yeah. they can win at every game they they like have that that ability but they're really good at recognizing when it's time to like take the L and go on like a beer mm. break, and, um, having having the watched these monsters fight in action, I don't believe they actually do take the message <laughs> of the L and walking away ever. Other point I was gonna say: the brothers Gargoyle sounds again like a name of notorious two collegiate ultimate frisbee players that everyone's worried about <laughs> in the tri-state area. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. Oh, up, upstate they've got the brothers Gargoyle. Do we do we just keep mistakenly make making affluent white boys? Is that what's happening right now? A new kind of affluent white boy, yeah. I yep. made a dog, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Which is only a step removed from affluent white boys. It's affluent white yeah. boy adjacent for sure. I I brought a general that couldn't handle his problems and instead killed everyone. So All right. Well, your general has murdered half my party. He's kind of a downer. How's he gonna lift spirits up? Todd? Okay, so okay, so listen. If we get a few drinks in Radon, he's going to really want to set up a game of polo. So unless <laughs> you all also brought faithful steeds that you can ride upon, that one is probably out. Okay, so if, if you didn't notice, the Scarlet Rot actually took both of his feet. Don't look. Don't look. He's pretty sensitive about it. Just don't look Todd, at it. Todd, I look. Don't look. Uh Anyway, there's a good chance. So he doesn't have feet. So the gravity magic, he, he floats from the ankle up. But anyway, there's a good chance he's going to try to pull all the cushions off of your patio furniture, Andrew. And he's going to want to set up a big game of the floor is lava. Uh, here's the thing. <laughs> he can hover. So you can guess how, how that'll go. Um, the best that we as also barbecue goers could ask for and hope for is that we're going to settle on a game of lawn darts. His strategy is certainly more spray and pray than dedicated accuracy. So let's just like, let's just be cool. Let's just keep the number of trulies he has had down to a minimum of like, or a maximum of three dozen. Because if not, he's going to start recklessly popping off gravity arrows at your neighbor's shrubs. And that's that's probably not going to go well for you or the HOA. Todd, important question. What's mm -hmm. what's what's Radani's uh, truly of choice? What's his what's his poison? <laughs> um, <laughs> he he likes the grapefruit one. It's just got that. It's yeah. just got a little bit to a little it. Bit it's of, a little bit of kick to it. Yeah. It's got a little bit. This is a good time to bring up my one gripe with Radon, um, who I think only is, one. Is... He's got so many <laughs> things to be mad just, about. No, just the one, which is that like I think Radon is is actually a pretty good guest for like the daytime part of a barbecue, right? Radon, like, they cool. like you. Hey, man, it's good. Hey, well, hold on. Um, but I just want to. Yeah, say you this. set up the target. It's fine. Go, keep going. He's he's gone. If, if the barbecue goes into night, right, and people are like hanging out and like playing games or, mm -hmm. or whatever. There is just one fatal flaw with Radon, which is that he destroys the stars, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's the star yeah. scourge. He's, he's which, held them captive. Yeah, it's... Yeah, which sucks for people who are out in the backyard during a barbecue when no, you want to look fair. at the stars. Um, you know how we all go through those times where you're just, like, not your best? And sometimes you just need to, like, meet new friends and, like, get out and, like, that kind of breaks you out of your shell and, like, gets rid of some bad habits. And so... What I'm hoping is that this socialization at this barbecue can perhaps have him not imprison all the mm -hmm. stars in the sky. 
Instead of going to therapy, he yeah. plays lawn darts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Men will literally in, <laughs> will literally imprison the stars above us. <laughs> Instead go of going to therapy. Good. Yeah, that's true. Good. That's true. All right, G. <laughs> What's how about our our link between man and dog? <laughs> I read what you put in the notes, and I'm really excited for this. <laughs> well, okay. Let me let me work to it. Let me let me start by saying this. I think this is unfair because I, like a lot of y'all picked a bunch of bosses with you know, like, a, a lot of great mobility to them. Like, my boy, my sweet and beautiful boy who everybody loves because he's a dog and man um, and statue, <laughs> it, it, he can't, he doesn't have a ton of mobility because he kind of hops around because he is a statue of a dog. And so it limits kind of what he can do. And, and so, like, you know, if I'm thinking of games, like, he's good, he can hopscotch, right? Because he can, like, he can hop around. Um, and that's kind of it. But that's kind of a lame thing. Kids love hopscotch. They'll be real kids, popular yeah, with the kids. Yeah. Th- this guy would kill at a kid's birthday party i just want to make literally. it literally like, and I think he, he would literally do it um but but here's kind of uh what i what i think is more valuable which is that like as we said he's a dog it's a dog therefore you can you can play any game with this sucker you can play fetch with this good boy right who you're in the backyard you're all hanging out let me let's be real nobody wants to sit and play party game nobody wants to play badminton and stuff at a barbecue you want to chill with your friends and talk and eat a burger and like you know hold a burger in your hand and like talk about the oscars which are still relevant at the time of recording um we probably got a week of relevancy out of the oscars with what happened i honestly don't even think so twitter is going to be yelling about something else tomorrow guarantee yeah they'll be mad about me saying the link between man and dog um so <laughs> but but like you you kind of want something that's like not super hands on to to a certain extent that's like good for socializing and I think fetch with a dog that's at the party is kind of the ideal party game quote unquote because it's just kind of like oh the dog just runs up to you with a ball you pick it up you got a burger in one hand you throw it, it comes back your friends like oh I'll get it this time and you throw it and then you just watch the sucker go back and forth it does the game for you and you get to watch <laughs> right and it's like cool but you don't actually have to do physical activity you just get to like sit in your chair and, like drink a beer or whatever and this this sucker just comes bounding over happily because you've thrown a tennis ball and I think that's what that's what the Erd Tree watchdog half man half dog and also statue really brings to the table <laughs> uh, is that like you get all of the joy and like games and fun that come with a dog at a party where it's like you know you, you get to you get to watch him do tricks and you get to watch him like roll over and you get to watch him light the neighbor's house on fire like he does all of the things that you want at a barbecue <laughs> all, of in, the, all of the delightful <laughs> things that a dog would do all of the things that a normal dog does it like you yeah. know he's he, he's perfect um the best type so, of yeah. game is one you don't have to play you just yeah you just throw the ball Nobody wants to play a game. Look, y'all, no one wants to play your games at the barbecue. Maybe cornhole, but cornhole, again, it's another thing where it's like, it's it works because it's like very social. There's a lot of downtime. Radon made it very clear he really wants to play a game, guys. And I don't, I can't <laughs> tell him no at this point. Fetch isn't going to cut it. <laughs> Maybe it will. It's- oh, suddenly the animal rights activist doesn't want to play Fetch at the dog. <laughs> That's funny. I won't, I won't let, I won't say those words to Radon. <laughs> for our listeners in, in case for anybody who doesn't know this this Erntree burial watchdog character it doesn't move like a dog i need i think everybody we all yeah. need to be on the same playing field this thing does not move it has two legs yes. and it walks in a very uncanny statue like gait yeah so like i just i can't get out of my brain like this eight feet tall dog statue <laughs> like 
playing it's dog in only it. the loosest terms yeah. yeah it is technically dog in name uh <laughs> when you look at its face i think it's dog it's three yeah, faces you mean it's what it's three faces, you mean? Yeah, yeah it's, it's got a lot going on. Uh, but I do think that he's a good boy, and the fact that we're just pretending that this is not a good boy um, just because he... Look, like, we can't start making rules about, like, oh, this dog's good and this dog's not good. They either are all good boys or they're not good boys. You know what That's I mean? That's fair. That's, That's fair and accurate. Yeah. We've got some stuff going on in the Google Doc. I just scrolled <laughs> yeah. down. Yes, well, I put, we I put sure the, do. the video yeah. to the Erdtree burial watchdog fight, and watching sure that did. thing move is yeah troubling, yeah upsetting. Even it's hard to fight too. It's hard to dodge because it doesn't have like a wind up. It just like it's like one frame. The sword is up, and then it just like point. Yeah. Like it's like a uh -huh. like a guillotine. I think these. This is fair, but I also want to point out that he doesn't hold the stars captive which i think is like well, <laughs> that's a, important a it's a valid category. criticism any guest at this barbecue may or may not have done that and to I get think it's just one to bring actually. up to, to, <laughs> yeah. to put that on one person feels a little personal so his name is the star scourge <laughs> okay he went through a troubling time in his life uh, that's you know uh, that's we all have todd I, yeah. But I've never scourged the stars. Yeah, I went to <laughs> Not therapy. Yet you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I, I have bad news. Um, men will literally drink instead of going to therapy, and that's exactly what happened. All our Elden Ring guests are all hopped up on Trulies and Trader Joe's wine, and oh, dang, now they're oh, fighting each other all to the death. Oh, boy. Oh, beans. Well, as these things tend to go, you just got to roll with the punches, literally or metaphorically. So... Far be it for me to cut cut ourselves short of a good time. Why don't you guys tell me how each of your chosen guests are going to pummel the absolute runes out of each other? That was an Elden Ring reference for nobody oh, are runes except a, for me. Is, are runes a thing yeah, that a, actually get pummeled out of? Yeah, they're your, like sonic, your sonic rings. They're your yeah. sonic rings. Oh, yeah, okay. Matt, starting with you. Yeah, Andrew. So, crystalline ring blade. One bit. It's rings. That's all. That's that's the whole bit with crystalline <laughs> ring blade. He's got one bit, but he does have two discs that he carries around everywhere. Now they may fly. For can like, jam, yes. Yeah. Well, no. Those are those are back in the Ford Fiesta. We're talking about the shock rooms now. Oh, he yeah. actually, listen. In my head, Canon crystalline ring blade is really into disc sports. And so like, he's got the can jam set. He's also got like 120 disc golf discs in the back seat. And then he also has the shock rooms. Like his personality is just disc. It's all disc. All, anyway, all so <laughs> he's like a the, mega man boss. Yeah. <laughs> Those discs that he carries everywhere may fly like clay pigeons in game C of duck hunt. But I promise you CRB is accurate as all get out. He can knock a drink out of your hands from across the lawn easy with the flimsiest of frisbees. But one of his crystal chakrams in his hand, and you might as well call this backyard barbecue 1964's Goldfinger because we have gone full-blown odd job. Uh, yeah. Uh, we got there. Mm -hmm. we, we did. Do you, do you feel good? Do you feel good about that? Not really. Honestly, I kind of wrote okay. this whole thing about the second question. I didn't get this far, so... <laughs> 
Got it. Okay. Well, yeah. that's fair. that's <laughs> the, the transparency is good. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I love the honesty. I uh, I I like it. That is a good way to fight. The only thing I worry about is he kind of sounds like a big coward. He's like he's only doing it from a distance. Like he it, like and trying to play it off. Like yeah, oh yeah. I it sounds like as it. soon as the mm-hmm. as the fight goes south, he's gonna hop back in that Ford Fiesta and yeah, drive up, yeah. drive off. I'm sorry. What about this guy's whole personality didn't paint him as a coward this whole time? <laughs> I'm not trying fair, to argue the truth. You bringing cowards to the cookout, Matt? Well, and in my mind, Giovanni said this while standing behind his bipedal dog monster, <laughs> yeah. pointing at Matt. This guy's a coward, is what that guy is. Kyle, I will combat you and say cowards don't steal the stars. And that's one. Much, that's a much bigger thing for us to deal with. That's yeah, fair. That. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I think we can all agree on that. All right. Well, Matt's CRB is here for a long time, not a good time. Uh, Kyle, what about you? So these guys got one one thing as well, and it's that there's two of them. So they're going to they're gonna be jumping around <laughs> your, your backyard and smacking people with probably bad mitten rackets, ice climbers style. They... They're they're gonna block one one person off at a time and just whap them back and forth until they fall over and then jump around to till they find someone else to to play with. Um. So, yeah, I hope you can fight two people at once, Andrew, or you're gonna be losing this backyard brawl. Do, do you know that they also have poison mist, which is like their whole thing? Oh, I didn't. Um, yeah. Good. They're going to also... Do you want to take that again with the poison That one's a, that one's a surprise. I'll just throw it on there. Um, they're going to be... They they just tested positive for COVID, and they're going to be coughing yeah. on everybody. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Well, the worst. Yeah. yeah. Cool. You thought that the warm that the warm coleslaw I brought was the worst thing I could bring to a barbecue. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I'll, I'll take st- actu- actually capturing the stars over a plague, so... <laughs> Todd... <laughs> Yeah, so I I told you we need to limit the number of trulys this this sad large man got, and no one no one heeded my warning. So bad news, it's all stomps and tramples and blasts and and endless arrows with the power of gravity. With this guy, he's got his scarlet rot ravaged brain, and and it's just gonna get the best of him. Wait, so he is also contagious? So uh, I don't two, well, two, fi- like, two fourths of you, one half of you are bringing ap- actual plague and disease to my fucking barbecue, you monsters. You'll have to check the footnotes. Does he actually spread scarlet rot or does he just have it? Andrew, I'm, it. I'm real sorry. They told it. me they were vaccinated. And, and <laughs> I was lied to. Let me just real quick, just push up my glasses here. Uh, so the Scarlet Rot comes from Melania, yeah. who is uh, of the twins, Melania and Michaela. Uh, Michaela, excuse me. And Melania was born uh, to contain the Scarlet Rot as her curse upon birth as an Empyrean. And she spread the Scarlet Rot when she allowed her Scarlet Rot to bloom as a last-ditch effort when she was fighting Scar Scourge, Scar Sturge, Star Scourge Radon in the Star Scream Radon, yeah. Star Scream Radon. <laughs> Yeah. So, so, so he. Anyway, is, he, two in our Elden yeah. Ring flavor text in six months. <laughs> You're the rest of that story. Yeah. So he, he himself, he's not spreading it. He's just got it. Um. He's, you know, and it, it's, it's eating his feet. You know, much like the the diabetes has gotten him. <laughs> you know, if if I know one thing about our dog Donnie, uh, he's gonna get absolutely ripped. He's gonna fly out into the mesosphere on his horse, and he's just gonna dive bomb the shit out of everyone. Um. It's gonna be very dramatic. And it's a huge bummer, honestly, but it is kind of rad as hell to watch if you're not the one being bombed 
by as long him. as you are not in the impact crater guy. yeah yeah if you are not in the the crater of fire that will result from this building size man careening towards your small backyard <laughs> then it's kind of cool mm-hmm. uh but yeah that's kind of just going to be a bummer for everyone um he's like i said he's just working through some stuff and we should all just give him a little bit of grace <laughs> okay <laughs> feel like that's a lot of emotional burden for my guests to take on but you know that's fine Giovanni, uh, what that what that dogman do? Yeah, <laughs> I, dog do? I just want to say really, really high concept ideas here in terms of the, how these things are going to fight. I mean, I tried to keep this, I tried to keep a level of realism with my pick, as I think it has been clear throughout this episode, right? Just kind of like a normal sure. dog, half man, but dog. Wait, 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 wait. What yeah. about what you brought is normal dog? Uh, he play fetch. <laughs> All right, and his dog okay. and, has, and has tail he, to wag. He attack, yeah. but he also protect. He attack and he protect. If not dog, why have tail? Hmm? Yeah, hmm? it's not like he levitates over horse. Come on. Uh, so, so I, I was very forthright with my guest powers upon arrival. Well, I want it to be forthright too because uh, here's the thing: I think that he would not be very good at fighting, but I think that that is realistic to a barbecue. Because when I think of a barbecue, and when I think of the kind of person that's going to get into a fight at a barbecue, right? It's like my drunk uncle, right? It's like mm. my 50, 55 year old <laughs> uncle who's had a few too many and like is trying to size somebody up, but he can't really move that well because his back's kind of bad and like you know he's just like his joints are stiff. <laughs> yeah. And so like his way of fighting is like he's going to kind of like sit on you, just take a like big sit on you, right? He'll like try to fight, but like. Really, he's just going to kind of topple over onto you. And I mean, like, that's what this dog does when you fight it Mm -hmm. in Elden Ring. It, like... It's it's motion is very limited, right? It, it like mm-hmm. it can't lift its arm, you know. Past <laughs> just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, past a certain point, um, you know. It, uh. it, it's like it's trying to kind of like flatten you and sit on you. It's very ugly, but I mean, like I think that that is true to a barbecue, right? If a brawl breaks out, number one, like you know, y'all are talking about like destroying the world when these suckers go to war. Like I don't want that at my barbecue. I want someone who, who's going to be kind of funny to watch him fight somebody, right? I just want to see like, oh, uncle. Uncle John is sitting on is sitting on my my friend, and I think that that is what this dog kind of brings to the table, um, and that's kind of the man part of the dog speaking, right? Like that's that's more of a a, a human man uh, way of fighting. So I mean that's that's my answer. Like the answer is he fights badly, but I think that that is what you want from a party because it's going to be easier to eject him, and like also mm. you know you you're not going to be as liable for like oh he killed all of my neighbors because he did a big swing of his sword. Mm. So <laughs> he tumbled the stars from the sky. Yeah, wow. yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's that could have been dog. any of our guests. I want to make that clear. <laughs> could have been any of our guests. Yeah, I I, I just want to make clear that it couldn't have been just for the record. Um, it is only the one guest who does imprison who the stars. stars. Yes, yeah, that's the only one. Um, anyways, that's my that's my thing. Again, I think I've brought a level of realism to this conversation, um, and and I, I think that that is that's important. Very realistic. Uh, cool. Well, let's let's move now into the super secret bonus question. All right. So obviously, none of your guests are in uh, the right state of mind to drive. <laughs> And one is a dog. Too goddamn drunk. <laughs> and also, one of them is a dogman. Uh, so you can half drive. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you can half drive. So each of you will just say you've decided to let them crash the night with you. Sorry, Todd. <laughs> Tell me. Actually, sorry, all of you. Um, 
what is the drunk food that your guest picks up on the way home or or are they the kind of you know make something at 2 a.m at home kind of person the answers we will return after these messages from the nerds at debate this comes a new streaming experience Last year, we launched The Ploos is Loose, a podcast where we dove into plot details, Easter eggs, and wild speculation into 2021's breadth of new MCU content. And we're still going to do that. We're just changing some things. Coming to Twitch this March, a show that asks the real questions. Kyle, why are you talking like that? Yes, anyway, starting with the release of Moon Knight on March 30th, we will be streaming our MCU post-show at twitch.tv slash debatethiscast. Episodes will still be posted on the same podcast feed a day later. So just like when Mephisto... What? No, no, we're, we're not going to talk about Mephisto anymore. <laughs> yeah, unless he actually shows up. Bringing you the best recaps of the MCU, and only the MCU. Uh, well, that's not entirely true. Yeah, we talked about this, bud. Uh, we're we're going to cover other stuff, too. Yeah, all kinds of comic book TV shows and movies, just like that Jared Leto movie Morbius that's definitely coming out. Yeah, and we're also going to have special guests to tell us what they thought of the thing we watched. Guys, I'm sorry. I, I screwed this whole thing up. I'll just go. No, Kyle, no, it's okay. We still need someone to reveal the new name. Yeah, why don't you do it? Yeah? You mean it? Yeah, yeah, go on ahead. Coming this March to Twitch. Look out for Avenge This, a comic book movie and television discussion show where we watch all of the MCU stuff and also some of the DC stuff that we want to watch. You can watch Avenge This live at twitch.tv slash debatethiscast or download episodes through the Avenge This podcast feed wherever you download podcasts. Hey, nice. there you to go. Super duper. And we're back. All right, once again, our super secret bonus question is, your chosen guest is too drunk to drive home, so <laughs> you've decided to let them crash the night with you at your place. What's the drunk food your guest picks up on the way home, or what's the food that they make when you get there? Matt, I'll start with you. Yeah, Andrew, Crystallian Ringblade, as an elder being, has actually eaten the same food for a really long time. And no matter how intoxicated they get, they always crave the same thing. Now, like I said earlier, this guy's got one personality. It's disc. His entire trait <laughs> is disc. He's not one of those people that subscribe to like three years of a, of a liquid food meal replacement all at once. So that's all he drinks. No, not a bad guess, but he's all about disc and because he's all about disc he's actually been worshiping at a temple for millennia <laughs> that provides him with disc based foods you might call it a worldwide domicile of round edible things i call it the international house of pancake andrew we're okay. stopping at ihop we're gonna get some disc based food and we're gonna drunk eat some ihop oh my god that was such a long walk to a short pier yeah i could not i could not i couldn't figure out where he was where going, was he, going? I, wow. he, he was bobbing and weaving the whole time yeah there are so many circular foods out there <laughs> ihop's pretty good that was <laughs> that was pretty good thanks kyle 
Um, yeah, so the the Valiant Gargoyles on their own would probably be the, the type to just say, like, yeah, let's get, like, sliders or, or pick up a slice of pizza, something, something real basic. But together, these guys are going to say, no, take us home. We'll make you something great out of whatever you have in the kitchen. Because the Valiant Gargoyle duo really are the type that are just going to, like, pull everything out of your fridge, your cupboards, whatever, wherever you keep food, and just, like, make some amazing, kind of disgusting, but ultimately, like, what you want at 2 a.m. meal out of just whatever you got in your kitchen. You got three packs of ramen from two years ago and some eggs. They're going to make you the best, like, instant ramen you've ever tasted in your life. You've got you've got a half a loaf of bread and some peanut butter. They're going to make you, like, a, a peanut butter and Nutella sandwich, and it's going to be, it's going to just hit the spot at 2 a.m. So that's okay. that's what they're going to do, Andrew. They're going to take me home and raid the kitchen and make some cra- crazy meal that uses half the ingredients there. Okay. Now, important question, distinction. Do they think it's the best thing or do you think it's the best thing? Because that's a very different situation. Outside of being drunk at 2 a.m. after a barbecue, no, yeah. it is not the best thing. Okay. But it is weirdly the best thing to have after an all-day barbecue. Right now. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Uh, Todd. Yeah, so... Uh, Last night, you wouldn't believe it. I put Radon and Leonard on the pullout sectional. Um, they, they they managed to fit there. And so I went ahead and I fell asleep upstairs. But shortly thereafter, I was awoken by the smoke alarm at 3 a.m. Because <laughs> they put a and, pizza in your oven. Well, no, it's, it's different. And I walked downstairs and I actually found Radon cooking just the biggest pot of the blue box mac and cheese um, but he was he was making the SpongeBob shapes and the Scooby Doo <laughs> shapes instead of eating these like shaped mac and cheese. He was just staring at the lifeless cheese shape body outlines <laughs> oh, God. as they remount as they reminded him of all of his fallen soldiers. <laughs> Each outline of SpongeBob, Patrick, Shaggy, Fred, turn into. Another life lost under his leadership. Families that were broken. <laughs> Stories without ends. Okay. Uh, Radon was just hovering over a burnt pot, just rocking back and forth, staring straight ahead as the smoke alarm blared. Sure. Um, so, of course, I, I put a blanket on him and Leonard and gave him each a Powerade and put him back to bed. Then I turned off the oven and, and unhooked the smoke alarm and turned off the light and also went back to bed. Um, but they tried okay. to make blue box mac and cheese. It just... You know, PTSD is what came out. <laughs> yep. Can't scourge the stars without breaking some <laughs> eggs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Giovanni. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is this is a really easy one for me because, again, um, we are dealing with a dog, um, which means that, like, not super high maintenance, right? Um, I want to be which, clear, though. We're not. Like, we're not actually dealing with a dog. It's very important that we understand. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a dog. It's a statue. It's defiantly statue. not a dog. <laughs> it's the closest thing to a dog. But like yeah. not out of look in the world of we're bringing Elden Ring bosses to barbecues yeah. like this is a dog all right let's just agree <laughs> we can all agree it's just a dog baby it's a statue of a dog it's a, it's a half man half dog who cares it's it looks a dog. like we'll a dog it sounds like a dog but it's not shoots, a dog if it shoots fire like a dog then it's a dog um, 
So, so what I think is really good about uh, the fact that he is unequivocally a dog, and we can all agree on that, is that, like, what's ultimately going to happen is, like, you're not going to need to take him anywhere to get a snack or anything. Because what's going to happen is he's going to get real drunk. He's going to drink a few too many. He got into a fight earlier in the night. He kind of, like, t you know, he wobbled back home. Or I guess wobble he hopped back home because <laughs> he has very limited mobility. Um, and, uh, and that sucker at, like, 3 in the morning while you were asleep, he threw up on the carpet. And you know what he did? He just ate it up. That, is, that was his snack for the night. He ate it right up. And then, uh, and then you you had no idea it was gone by the time you got to morning, and th that sucker had a full meal. And I think that's what the Erdtree watchdog would eat, uh, because he is a dog, and and he he does not really, uh, you know, like it's all it's all puke to him, right? This it's dog all... is a self sufficient Ouroboros of a yeah. statue. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You know, like maybe maybe is like you know. You come in in the morning and maybe like he, he pooped a little bit on the ground and he'll be like, "You want some of this?" And, and you'll be like, "No, no, thank you." And he'll be like, "All right, I'll take it." Yeah, you gotta finish that. Yeah, and I think I think that's that's really important because he's not gonna have to buy anything mm -hmm. and he's gonna clean up after himself really well um, because it's all food to this to this good boy. That's a nightmare. I can't stop <laughs> thinking about this stupid thing like hinging at the hips and like, <laughs> and like and then immediately erect again. The, the animation of when it shoots fire is how I picture it throwing up, you know, where it kind of okay, like goes yeah. like, and then it, <laughs> you know, like, I think that's what it would do. Just oh, that came across perfect in the audio. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Great, great, great. It projectile vomit, and then he just, and then he takes it, he takes it all up, and then he falls asleep in it. It's great. Perfect. Awesome. Well, each of these is a nightmare, as I expected, and, and honestly... Well done. Cool. So my barbecue was a nightmare. Thank you all four of you. You're welcome. I am not going to invite, I'm not inviting three of the four of these guests back next year. Why don't each of you go around and tell me why yours deserves to be invited back? Andrew, let's take a second and look at who your other options are. You see, Todd, he brought somebody who literally steals stars. I mean, that's not... No matter how much animal activism you hide behind, PETA's still bad. So is somebody who steals stars. And I know that Giovanni keeps telling you he brought a dog, but Andrew, I'd like to tell you, that's gaslighting. That's not a dog. I've seen dogs before, and that's not a dog. And Kyle... Kyle violated the number one sin of getting invited to a barbecue, and that is that you gave him a plus one and he showed up plus two, and you just can't be doing that. So plus clearly, two, both dudes. your only option left is the legendary frat dad coward, Crystallian Ringblade. Frat dad coward. That would be a really good Dark Souls boss title. <laughs> Uh, uh, Kyle, Andrew, you, you should invite these guys back because they're your best buds now. Like that's how that I can't explain it. These guys just when when you get them in the same party together, they win over everyone there, and you're best friends with the Valiant Gargoyle duo now. I'm sorry, that's how it is. You don't know how it happened either, but you know one thing: you're calling them to your next barbecue because it was a blast to have them. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Todd, what you got? All right, listen, Radon isn't a good barbecue guest. <laughs> no, he's I, not. I want to I wanna make it clear. Um, he and I and Leonard are all a little embarrassed about how yesterday went. But he's he's just slow to warm up to people. Like, just the first time, you you just you got to let him grow on you a little bit. And here here's the pitch. I promise he'll be much better at your Memorial Day barbecue in a couple weeks. We're gonna, <laughs> he's, he already said he's coming back. He's looking forward to it. 
Um, I, I think it's going to be great. G. Yeah, uh, I think I think this is a pretty simple one to wrap up with, which is uh, woof woof cowards, big boy coming through. It's the big shaggy boy here to get a pet. Throw the little boy a ball. He's having a good time at the barbecue. Give him a little pet. Let him slobber a little bit on your face. It's the little good dog boy and also half man who's here at the barbecue and everyone's delighted about it. No one's ever, never upset to see a dog, any dog, no matter what they look like, no matter how much of human they are, as well as dog. It's, 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 it's doggone good time with the burial watchdog. <laughs> <laughs> no notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, one note. Uh, it's still not a dog. Still I, not an actual dog. Tomato, yeah. tomato. I don't know. So here's the deal, y'all. Um, I have to go fix my fence and my backyard and get a new house because mm. of the meteor that came and struck and blew up my entire property. So I got to go deal with that. I'll be back in... 10 minutes why don't in the meantime each of you go around and uh, share some good vibes because we had a good time today yeah i'll kick off uh kyle very good bringing a pair of gargoyles <laughs> to this party <laughs> really enjoyed that um loved the ice climbers style fighting technique very interesting also i really enjoyed you acknowledging that we don't really have a good name for throwing two golf balls tied together with string at a post. We haven't really culturally decided on a name for that yet. It's and I think called like ladder ball or something. Ladder, like yeah, a, something like that. Officially, ladder golf. But, Is it ladder but, golf? Ladder golf. Uh, it, yeah, but it's one of those games like. that's got like eight names depending mm -hmm. on what yeah. part of the country. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's no Billy Horseshoes where I racist. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, so that was fun. Todd. Hey man, not a lot of good vibes this week. You brought a star no. scourge to a barbecue, but yeah, he's pretty bad. I will say the floor is lava, but he levitates bit. <laughs> <was really good. laughs> I liked that a lot. That was very funny. And Giovanni, thanks for joining us. Thanks for gaslighting us into believing that this is a dog. This is not a dog, but it's a I dog. I appreciate your commitment to the bit. Thank you. Yeah, I agree that he's a dog. Um, I just want to say, uh, uh, Matt, I, what, I, what I really like about your argument um, is that it, it was very easy to visualize the archetype of person that you're bringing here, like centering this person as like a can jam person, not someone who can jam, but a can jam person. <laughs> can um, jam guy, yeah. Very, very clear and consistent character throughout. And I think the way that you worked uh, discs into this person's personality, uh, just a lot of consistency in a way that I think uh, that I think is uh, really really great Kyle I, the idea of like again same thing the idea of an archetype of like bringing bringing the like people the two people to a party who are better together is like such a real thing and uh, I think these gargoyles are are such a lovely uh like and that was a, it was a very endearing I think the most endearing choice of the uh of, of the crew here yeah um and then Todd I just like the fact that you just like were really eager to to rehabilitate Radon like I think I think it was very sweet um because I think in our in our heart of hearts we know that he is like top five worst guests that you could bring to a barbecue <laughs> like it'll be different next time I, I can make him better <laughs> yeah, you can, you I can, can fix him. I can fix him. I can fix him. <laughs> but I, I, I do I do love that you uh you know uh really, really went for it with the hardest one. I mean that's in the spirit mm -hmm. of Elden Ring, right? You went you went hard. Yeah. And I, I think that's important. Yeah, I, I I really appreciate how you all tried to like improve this backyard barbecue with the friend you brought. Matt, you brought the you brought the backyard games guy. Like you brought the the can jam with the the cornhole. Like you brought that guy who's just gonna like no matter what 
part of night the night we're in he's gonna be there slinging bean bags at a at a plank of wood because like that's what that's what he does i guess <laughs> and geo you brought a dog like you brought a dog yeah. to the it might be the problematic dog that like you just got out of shelter and you don't know how socialized it is yet but like you brought a dog yeah. to the party and that's always always a pretty solid call yeah i think we i think we can all agree that he's a dog i agree <laughs> and and Todd, you you tried to help your buddy out who was going through a hard time. It ruined the barbecue. But, <laughs> but like, it did not improve any part of the barbecue. I do want to make that clear. But like, you were trying to be a good friend, and I I appreciate that that that's what you were aiming for, even if it did. And I can't reiterate this enough: ruin the barbecue. Yeah, uh, don't want to repeat too much of it's already been said. Um, I'll say. Matt, I think your guest probably also brought a hacky sack. Definitely. And, and it was cool. It was cool what they did with the hacky sack. And I liked watching it. Kyle, it's so good that you... I mean, I've only seen like three or four Elden Ring fights in real time streamed. And yours is one of them. And they're such a bummer. They're such a terrible <laughs> bummer. And the fact that like at the end of this, yeah, I'm like, are. well, they might seem fine. Like they, they just want to like hang out together. Like they're, t you know what? I bet what it is, is the one was getting beat up by the Elden Ring character and the other one just defended them. And I'm sure they're yeah. fine. They're just, they're just pals doing, doing pal shit. Giovanni, what you, yeah. what you brought yeah. isn't a dog. Um, but I, I do Debatable. like, I do like <laughs> the nightmare fuel that you have brought us because it could be fiercely loyal. And you know, maybe that, mm -hmm. maybe that's something. Yeah, I I think that's a fair critique that like he is a dog. Um, I think <laughs> is, is, really, is a really interesting thing to point out that I think we can all agree with for sure. Yeah, I definitely when I look at this, the more I look at it, the the less dog features I see, but maybe the more dog features I see. So it I isn't don't know. not a dog, but it's also not a dog. No, it definitely I isn't. Think, I think, not a dog. I think I think yeah. we can agree that it's it's maybe a dog. Can we agree on that? <laughs> you know what? I think that's it, it what I meant to say. That okay. was probably it. it I think it, we could yeah. say legally it has dog in its name. Like the bounty hunter? <laughs> yeah. A, what is dog the bounty hunter if not nature's human dog. dog? The the oh, perfect bridge between great. man and dog. Dog <laughs> the bounty hunter. It, it, it goes. It goes it, yeah. dog. Yeah. Oh, good. The, the guardian dog of whatever this is called. Yeah, the, uh, it's a dog. Burial watch. The burial. Yeah. It goes Her dog, Erd tree burial watchdog, dog the bounty hunter, actual mm. human being. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, the, right. yeah, that's yeah. the progression. That's the order. I still think we, we, we missed a couple it. steps between human and bounty hunter, but I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, that dog the bounty hunter is further from being a human <laughs> yeah. than he is being Feels a, bad. a burial watchdog. All right, mm -hmm. let's wrap this up. All of all y'all, thank you so much for for playing this stupid, stupid game. Um, shout out, props to to you three boys who've never played Elden Ring and just kind of looked this up. And honestly, props to you, G, for not knowing most of these bosses either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them, y'all. There's a lot of bosses. In this yeah, game. this game is so big. I mean, it it's took huge. me 135 hours to get to credits. It's, like, it's boss fights in the game, right? Yeah, it's it's super the is. Game. And yeah. there's there's content that I didn't do either. I'm constantly seeing stuff. Yeah. Anyway, um, this was so much fun. Thanks for thanks for playing in this stupid headspace. Let's start with Todd. So Todd, 
Wait, should should I have Radon leave because he's he's towering yeah. behind me? Yeah, right? you hey, should probably tell him. To hey, R, you can you can bounce. No, you want you want to stand right here, breathing hep. Okay, he's gonna yeah. stand right here, breathing. Yeah. Heavily. So Radon knows what he did. He immediately, <laughs> as soon as he got there, he chased around all of the children and just and just roared, like mm. roared, and blood actually <laughs> spouted out of his body. Yeah, it was it did. It was pretty rough. Uh, you definitely won in so far as you absolutely destroyed my barbecue. So you won like that you won in that way um, yeah so hey kudos <laughs> we destroyed that barbecue yeah um i will say <laughs> the people cheered when radon left one because he was a huge bummer but two because as soon as he left the night sky returned and there was a huge star shower which we like, could that feel was things fun. again yeah we yeah, could feel things good. again kyle in a similar fashion your your gargoyle bros were made a, a great time for everyone not at the barbecue. as huge yeah. a bummer as radon but <laughs> they were the two guys that only played beer pong the whole time and like never lost and like and again in our when we were in college that was like cool fine whatever but like <laughs> i don't need to play beer pong for four hours and get like told that i'm not very good at beer pong because i know that i'm not very good mm -hmm. at beer pong you know but they so, made sure you knew it. They like, and that is what makes a good barbecue you. was to they be did. like, "Hey, you're bad at this thing you're trying to do to have fun." Yeah, they did. Uh, Matt, um, Crystal and Crystal and Ring Barrel was was kind of a good time. I mean, he was he was fun to have around. Nobody really like complained about him. Yeah, nobody kind of remembered he was there. However, I I have to disqualify him because. A couple of the neighbor kids got a hold of what they thought were some frisbees, and they were his crystalline discuses. And there's a lot of bodies. Well, that's on them, Andrew. <laughs> I, I have to claim a little bit of responsibility there. I mean, you know, it's like the whole thing. If you don't put a fence around your pool, it's your fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so then that's on you and not on me. <laughs> I didn't. I brought this man to your unfenced pool. How was I to know? Yeah. Sure. So I'm going to give this one to Giovanni. And there's a couple of reasons. Because one, dog is man's best friend. So what is dog man? Dog's man's best friend and dog's best friend? He's his own best friend, baby. He's his own best friend. I thought of this really fun scene that happened early on when I was still kind of grilling everything. And you know, like... There's always a person at the barbecue who's willing to stand next to the grill and tell the grill master how mm. good the meat looks. And I have this and and I just have this great memory of of the Urtree burial watchdog standing next to me and and looking over and being like whoop because he doesn't have any movements, you know. He's like, <laughs> and he moved one of his three heads over and like nodded. And then I was like, ooh, he's like, is this looking a little too rare? And he just he just kind of vomited some fire on it and just like crisp that bad boy right up. And for that moment and that moment alone, honestly, I'm gonna give it to Urtree burial watchdog. So Giovanni, oh, you, you are our winner today. I that that actually that. It, scenario you outlined is actually in my head the same <laughs> scenario that I pictured when I was putting this dog in competition um, and I'm really just glad I feel like it's a good redemption arc because we've heard a lot of weird things about the we've heard a lot of like weird slander about this this character throughout this we've heard things like oh he's not a dog or like he's he's really not a dog and I think I feel vindicated knowing that like we can all agree now that he has won this um that he's a dog <laughs> like we it, it's indisputable um so so I appreciate that I feel I feel uh you know like a sense of vindication here today amazing
Well, that's going to do it for today. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Debate This. You can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Debate This Cast or on our website at DebateThisCast.com. Giovanni, one more time, where can people find you? Hey, you can find me on Twitter at Mario Prime. You can read my writing about video games at DigitalTrends.com, and you can listen to me talk about video games on the podcast Left Trigger, Right Trigger, wherever you get your podcasts. Awesome. Thanks so much. Uh, a couple quick announcements. So as the as the time this comes out, we have a couple new things coming out. So for those of you listening that are into the MCU, we have a new show called Avenge This. It's on Wednesdays right now as of this recording. Moon Knight will be coming out in a couple days. I think this will we'll probably have an episode or two out. You can see Avenge This, which is the new version of The Plus is Loose, Wednesdays on Twitch, twitch.tv slash debate this cast at... 530? Ah. Ah? Ah. Um, let's say 530 unless Matt future Matt decides to change this time at all. Future Matt here. 530 was correct. Insert that. Um also coming up is for anyone that's on uh, one of our Patreon supporters, we are taking a hiatus on our D&D show, The Office Drones. Um, we ended on a cliffhanger, and it was really fun. And we are doing a Q&A session, think the the Adventure Zone Zone, for those of you McElroy fans out there. We're calling it The Office Drones All Hands Meeting, and it's a Q&A episode. <laughs> oh, I hate and, it so much. <laughs> yes, and uh, it sucks, and it's great. And um, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, you have about a week and a half uh, two-ish weeks to send us questions. So anybody who listens to our premium feed, go ahead and send us questions that you want to ask about the office drones. Question one, is the whole show just just a excuse to elicit the response from Todd that you just elicited? The answer may surprise you. <laughs> Until next time, I am Andrew Henderson. I am Matt General Scar Surge Rahadani Osmond Cole. <laughs> I am Kyle, the fridge in the garage that keeps that keeps the Mountain Dews cold, Har- Harper. <laughs> I'm Todd. This podcast has too much Tim Allen Thomas. Uh, and I'm Giovanni Colantonio. This podcast, Giovanni, this podcast does not have enough Tim Allen Colantonio. <laughs> <laughs> and balance is restored. <laughs> and we're saying thanks for debating with us. And thanks for whoever put in the closing to my notes because I totally forgot to do that. We're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds.